welcome to Authentic Health Fridays on The Jason Wright Show. This segment empowers you to reclaim control over your well-being and live a life aligned with your body's natural design. I am thrilled to guide you through insightful conversations and practical advice, all geared towards helping you achieve the vibrant and balanced life you deserve. In this dynamic series, we have the privilege of tapping into the expertise of a true visionary in the field of health and wellness, Dr. Gus Vickery, the founder of Authentic Health, located in the scenic heart of Asheville, North Carolina, is more than just a renowned author and speaker. He's a beacon of wisdom in the world of precision medicine and integrated health. Each episode, Dr. Vickery will be your trusted companion on a journey to unlock the secrets of authentic health. Drawing from his extensive knowledge and expertise, he'll share invaluable tools, tips, and information to guide you in understanding your body's unique needs and embracing the principles of precision medicine. Dr. Gus, we're back for another Authentic Health Friday with some very big news. And to the listeners, you know, you probably noticed we've kind of hinted around the edges about Authentic Health and the direction it's going and some things we're going to be offering. And I, I'll tell you this, Gus, I think that one of the toughest things for you and I about what we're doing is that we're kind of terrible marketers through the podcast because well, we're, we're so much more interested in just trying to help people, you know, cling to these ideas, understand their body, their health, and things are going to make them better. But so I think the best thing to do is just to just go right out and say it. Authentic health, the, the, all the protocols, all the things that you hear us talk about every single Friday on Authentic Health Friday, you are about to easily access at a much, much greater level. And uh, Gus, why don't you just take it from there and talk about kind of what you, where your heart is with helping people scaling you. I mean, that's what we're doing. We're scaling you. Not everybody can go to Asheville, North Carolina and visit you and not everybody. And even those that can, they, um, it's just, it's, it's not feasible. So what we're trying to do is scale your knowledge and expertise so that more people can take advantage of your almost three decades of knowledge and clinical practice and what you've done to help improve lives from both people that have sustained horrible setbacks due to brain injury, brain issues, or whether it's onset Parkinson's, whether it's uh, just metabolic uh, challenges that they've had. You have seen so many people and helped them and you've developed in, like you've said before on this podcast, many times you've been able to use your clinic as somewhat of a laboratory, actually doing real time uh, observation on patients from a clinical practice. And now we want to be able to offer that at a much greater scale. So you and I have partnered along with our friend, James Quandall, to take authentic health from out from just Asheville, North Carolina, and to go all over the world with it. And so with that tee up, what is your take on what we're about to talk about? Were you talking about Dr. James Quandall? Dr. James Quandall. I have promoted him to doctor. He is the, he is, he, in my book, he is a, he is the doctor. <laughs> Well, yeah, we, I am excited because you and I both know from all of our conversations now over the past two plus years, which go far beyond just recording these podcasts, how much we're, how much we both desire to see the cha change in the trajectory of the population of our health. 
um, because we desire it for each individual, each child, each uh, each family unit, everybody out there to experience the health and well-being that should be their birthright in a time such as this, where mo most of the things that caused early death through to our ancestors, we've accounted for. And we've got this great opportunity, but there's been um, new challenges to our health span uh, that we, while we still have this great lifespan, that just people are not aware of. And by benefit of running a medical clinic, like you said, I've been able to become aware of it. And I, my desire was that people would learn this uh, and understand it and put it to work for them. But I also quickly realized how overwhelming it is in the context of a busy, already possibly overstressed lifestyle, which is a big part of the problem. And so I kept trying to find ways that I could simplify it for my patients. Like, well, if you could just do this one thing and then we could do the next thing. We talked about that just recently in our habit episode of how we create this just a little bit of change. And this is a, you know, a James Clear con uh, con concept or whatever, but I guess really before him, um, what should I call it, uh, out of Stanford, that you referenced. Dog. Yeah. Um, you know, you, if you can be one quarter of 1% better tomorrow, right? <laughs> Add that up over a year, that's a lot of improvement in, in yourself. And so I, I, I codified that simple model in that book, Authentic Health, that now has helped thousands of people. And I've created documents and I teach on these podcasts and I teach at conferences, both physicians and two lay people. And, every, and what I've seen is that the teaching is well-received that, and that the people who take uh, what I have to share with them and put it to work for themselves, they get better. They experience better health. And that's the, the, if I have a superpower, and I'm not saying I do, but if I have one in this space of medicine and optimization, it's that I have this 20 year history of clinical experience seeing tens of thousands of patients, gotten to watch a lot of human beings progress over time. And I get a chance to have run in my human lab experiments on patients. And as I learn new concepts, new ideas around human design, and I come up with what I think are the interventions that might help uh, improve the performance of that design. I have people who are ready to try it out. And then I get to see what works and what doesn't. And there are many things that I've taught in the past that I've discarded at this point. I don't teach them anymore. Um, they probably were helpful, but they're not as good as what I, what I know now. And it's going to keep getting better and better. And, you, and I just want everyone to have that opportunity, regardless of financial resources and regardless of uh, any limitations they have around their life, especially want the children being born into this world to have this opportunity to develop into their full potential. And the I hear all the time what the limitations are. It can be, of course, financial limitations, time limitations, too much stress. How am I going to create that kind of change? Access to the various lifestyle resources, but especially on the way we support someone's body, which is, from my perspective, become absolutely necessary unless you live in like a regenerative farming community and you're able to really control your exposure to nutrients and toxicants and things like that, everybody knows my philosophy is you're going to have to use some type of support for your human system. And we can customize that when we have lab data and genetics and things of that sort. But there's a base level that everybody needs, uh, and including developing children. And how could we uh, find a way to make that easy for people and make it as affordable as possible. And I've got those protocols. We share them. We share them in my documents and things like that. But they often involve having six or seven different supplements so that we can cover essential fatty acids and phospholipids and amino acids and vitamins and minerals and extra B-complex and all that stuff. 
And then you have to like open up each bottle and you got to put it all together and you got to make a habit of that. Now, the truth is for those people who do, they realize very quickly it takes just a few minutes a day. Right? It's really not a major hassle. And while there is some cost, it's nothing compared to the cost of poor health. And so for people who can get over the inertia and just, just embrace it and then become grateful for it, they do great. But I still nonetheless hear all the challenges around organization, time, travel, all that. So as you know, I've been on the hunt for can I create a unifying formula that has most of everything that I would put in for like daily foundational nutrition and then an enhanced formula if you're on the body comp protocol or an enhanced for mitochondrial function or for immune function. And now we have that ability to do it, to actually custom design them with impeccably sourced ingredients and offer them under our authentic health label. And I am, I mean, I, that's been something that since I've discovered the resource that's going to make this possible, I've been over the moon about this. Like just, I now know we can make this easy that it could be for you or your child, one or two bottles that you open and you've got everything that you need. And then you've always got the option to add in an adaptogenic stress complex or some extra mitochondrial support. You, you can add extras when you feel like you need it, but the base the basis, the, uh, the base compounds that I have almost everybody on, you've got it and it's done. And it's not having to buy five, six different things. It's all put together in one and it's real easy to do. And it's not nearly as expensive as picking that up. And that's what we're about to launch in conjunction with structured content here on the podcast and possibly on webinars and Q and A's, eBooks and short documents that I create with the protocols as well as video courses that have already been created and more to come to back up the process. So that, the idea that now any, somebody over in some town that I might never visit who needs to lose 35, 40 pounds and reverse their prediabetes or diabetes and lower their blood pressure and you know, improve their mood and stop hurting so much and sleep better, like the stories I tell in my book, those transformations, the idea that somebody could now through information and understanding and awareness, and then a quick click and order the products, not having to hunt them down and figure it out and stuff, can get started. And if they need a little extra support, could work with a health coach a couple of times or more and actually experience these transformations without interfacing with me directly just makes me so happy. So, so happy because that's where we need to get. Um, you know, the people who do work with me, yeah, we get a lot of really awesome data and we can really finesse and do deep stuff in their system and get into some really complex protocols for optimization. And that's all fun work. And I'm very appreciative of it. But for the people just seeking better health or good health or what, you don't have to do all. You can get there just following the process. And I've proven that over and over again in my clinic. I get to see it. I see real human beings across a span of pre-existing conditions, socioeconomic factors, ethnic factors, to live, you know, various stress matrices that they're dealing with. What I see is that if we follow the process, it works every single time. You get where you want to go. You're not just reading another article and trying this and hoping and then giving up because it never seems to work out for you. You get where you want to go. And if you have that confidence, then you'll stick with it. And that's one of the things that I think is that the stick to itiveness is what we want to create. And here, you know, Gus talked about BJ Fogg from very momentarily at the beginning of that. What, one of the things you have to do is remove resistance. You have to make it easy to do. And one of the things that has always been on my heart with this podcast, especially as I started moving more into a health and wellness space, both 
headspace, you know, building good habits, finding joy, finding, you know, the improve always and always is all about finding all those areas that are most meaningful in our lives and making it better and, and getting that little half percent to 1% improvement every day. And I always want this podcast to have extreme utility value. So what, here's what's going to, what it's going to look like. You may never buy a thing from our company, Authentic Health. You may never, you may never look at the website. But what we want to do is give you the data. Dr. Gus, is, if the topic of the day is mitochondrial health, if it is weight loss, if it is uh, overcoming metabolic challenges, whatever it is, you're going to be able to listen to this podcast. And whenever we're, when we're discussing uh, supplementation and support uh, that can help you to that end, then you're going to be able to go into, I want our show notes, show notes to be the most robust that are of any podcast you have. That's one of the things that our friend James Quandall talked about, uh, a guy that we highly, highly respect, uh, Ben Greenfield. Ben Greenfield not only has a great podcast, not only writes great books, but he takes the time to make his show notes incredibly valuable. Peter Atia does the same thing. Peter Atia, he has very useful show notes that have good data. You have to subscribe to get the full show notes, but nevertheless, they're very impactful. And that's what we want for you all. We want to put tools. We want to put worksheets that when we talk to talk about habit formation and trying to game it and creating streaks, we'll give you free resources. You'll be able to print. If you, if, if we talk about supplementation on the authentic health podcast, then what we will do is, you know, Gus and I, we'll, we'll take one of Gus's, you know, for, you know, his kind of his worksheets to say, here is what, if you want to go out and buy all the bottle caps and still do this yourself, well, here it is. Here's what you do to get the support you need based on the information we talked about on the podcast today. Go out, knock yourself out. Go to bodybuilding.com, go to Drug Emporium, go do whatever you want. Or you can go to Authentic Health or shopauthentichealth.com and you can hit one button. You can go this, and we will, we'll even do that. I mean, I'm sitting here putting all sorts of things on, on us, Gus, as I talk about this. But, you know, it, we will probably have something like you've seen as the as seen on TV. As heard on podcast episode number 451, that protocol. So that literally all you have to do, if, if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard Gus talk about something with regard to support you might need. It's a challenge that you're having health-wise, and he has developed a customized protocol to help you in that area. You can then go right from the podcast to the store and get what you need. That's we remove as much friction as possible. Whenever Gus and I first visited about doing this, about how do we not just start another supplement company? How do we actually be able to expand your practice beyond the four walls of your Asheville clinic in a really meaningful way, both your education products, the, uh, the, the supplements, all of it. I said, well, the first thing we got to do is we got to make it as easy as possible. You know, I, we, neither one of us nor our, our other business partner have the desire to just be another company to get you on a monthly basis, piling your pantry full of supplements that you're not going to take that you, you hear glutathione episode, uh, the glutathione episode and just think, oh, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to load up on glutathione. You don't know why you're, you're doing it, but you're, you're just going to do it or what L-glutamine or, you know, essential amino acids and you, and you're not getting the other things you're instead of. And literally, you're trying instead of putting together an orchestra to come off this to to create this master this masterpiece of a symphony that is your body. 
Instead, you're just buying a bunch of the flute section or you're buying just a bunch of the trombones and or maybe you buy a trombone and a flute and none of them play together. What Dr. Gus is going to do is tell you, hey, wait a minute, here's how you create the, the, the symphonic harmony that you want for your body. And then we're going to make it to where you just go click a button and boom, there it is. It comes to you and then you will see the results. And we will actually, through the education portion, Dr. Gus is going to tell you, here are the tests you need to have done on an annual, quarterly, whatever your, whatever your circumstances provide. This is how you test those. And by the way, here's how you read some of those reports. If you get, if you go to your, like, great example, I have been complaining that, um, about going to my annual physical, getting my blood work, and it's kind of standard practice. I don't know for all of you listening, if this is what you go through, but you go to your standard blood work or whatever. And then unless you, something bad shows up, like incredibly high cholesterol or low testosterone levels or whatever the case may be, you don't hear anything. Well, we want to give you, and, and by the way, that's based on kind of a very generic overall universal number that I don't know, Gus, you could tell me who comes up with those, whether it's the AMA or whomever uh, comes up with those, those numbers that, Hey, here's the proper lipid levels for a 48 year old male. Um, but essentially that's just kind of universal. What we want to tell you is like, Hey, if you're gonna get blood work done and maybe we'll do that, I'd love to like create a, a webinar where we bring Dr. Gus on and you, the listeners, uh, you've been doing, you're about to go get your blood work done. We tee you up and say, okay, here are the things you need to speak to your physician about. Here are the tests that they may not run normally that you want to ask them. Hey, will you go ahead and check these levels? And then Dr. Gus can help you understand what numbers you need to really be looking at. And then we'll come back. And if you have some deficiencies, if you have some problems, like all those that we've talked about in these previous podcasts, well, then guess what? There might be a supplement stack that could help you be better, uh, help you improve in that area. And so that's really what we're trying to do. And for me, if I'm going to have a podcast, I want to have utility value. And I've thought about that, Gus. I really want this podcast to not just be something that people tune into for passive entertainment. I mean, that's great. And I always want us to have good content that people just enjoy listening to, that they find, well, that's interesting. And whether I act on it or not, I'm glad I know more about whatever we talk about. But I also want this to be something where they always have the opportunity to interact. When we say, okay, you've listened to the podcast now, go to the show notes and download this and, and figure out this and find out where you are on this. Again, whether that's about their, whether it's about blood work, whether it's about their, some habit formation, whatever the case may be, this is something that they can literally listen to and then come back the next week and learn something else and be interactive with. And I think that's how we start scaling really good health and good habit formation. And, and folks, that's really what our goal is, not just for the podcast, but for our company and everything that we're doing. Yeah, no doubt. And it's one of those things we're always remembering that we start with the basics over and over again. You're going to hear a, a lot of re repetition. My patients hear a lot of repetition. Um, if this is not what you do all the time, it's what I do all the time, then it's easy to forget. It's easy to fall out. And so you start moving up the ladder and you're using more advanced types of therapeutics and protocols, but you stopped attending to the foundations. And so we drill that, drill that, drill that. Because every human can have incredible performance if they just take care of the foundational health issues. They don't have to have the 
the awesome peptides and bioregulatory peptides and stem cell enhancers and all of those things. Although those things are great and I love those things and Jason will be loving those things, but they don't have to. They can get uh, where they'd like to go and experience incredible health, vitality, and well-being just attending to the foundations. But the bottom line, and most people think, well, what do you mean? My foundation's good. I look around and I'm doing as well as anybody else. I'm not on any prescriptions. My doctor said, other than my cholesterol's a little high, that I'm in good shape. The truth is we all know this. No, the foundation is not good. If you were to really go do, if you brought in the engineer to do the deep foundational inspection, they're going to find a lot of cracks, a yeah. lot of areas where it's crumbling. And that's what we do in the, de the deep data dive I do with individuals. We find all of that. But given that I find it in 90 to 95% of people I initially evaluate, we can assume it's true in you too. Even if you feel in generally good health, attending to your foundations is going to make sense. And that's what we're going to be teaching you over and over. But we will occasionally do deep dives and go really down the rabbit hole of certain topics and give you access to also all those advanced protocols. And it's just a really exciting time. Neither Jason and I are gifted salespeople. That's part of the reason this has taken so long. We don't like the idea of asking for you to buy anything from us. We don't. Makes us makes us feel weird in some way, shape, or form. We want you to have this information for free. We wish you didn't have to buy anything to experience your birthright of health and vitality. That it was that our environments and our culture and our lifestyle were set up in such a way that that just flowed naturally for you, um, and that our health system was set up to support actual, you know, authentic health and vitality. We wish that were the case. And then I'd have to go find a different business to operate in. And in eternity, I certainly will, because I won't be having to deal with any, I won't be dealing with any sick people. Um, but the reality is, is that um, this is a real challenge for most people. And we don't want you to have to pay a lot of money to solve this challenge. Um, yet at the same time, uh, there's, there's always an investment to be made. So we want to make it as easy to make that investment as possible for you to know the why how to make it work for you. And we want to keep the cost as low as we can. We want to protect your pocket, but that'll always be our interest. Um, but yeah, it's taken us a while just partly because we don't like to, we don't want people to have to pay us for yeah. what we're doing here. But, oh, but um, good health does come at a cost and it's worth every single penny. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, an, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And I got, and here's the thing too, for the audience, I've got a question for you, Dr. Gus, that came to me by none other than my beautiful daughter, Rylan Wright. I'm, uh, I'm out on my uh, walk this morning. I'd actually, no, it was actually whenever we were on our uh, call this morning. And, um, and she texted me this. And this, folks, this is the kind of question I guarantee a lot of you have. She wrote, um, I started taking magnesium and ashwagandha for, uh, to help my sleep and relaxation. Is it best to take that in the morning or my other vitamins or with my other vitamins or is it best before bedtime? Now I'm going to tell you what, and I, and I told her, first of all, I mean, I, I wasn't going to respond to that in a quick text because that's the, that's the first thing I want you all to understand when you get a question like that. And my daughter, I'm proud of her because the thing that she's trying to do is improve her sleep. I love that. That makes me feel very good because if she were to start saying anything about, I'm trying to lose weight, I'm trying to, work on my calm. I'm trying to, whatever the case may be, the first thing I would say is, how's your sleep? No vitamins. No, we don't, Gus and I aren't going to sell you any sleep. That's on you. What are you doing to ensure really good sleep? But also what I, I, you, I, we want you all to be to the point where you will never ask a question about 
any individual supplement or even if you do, then, and we want to hear those questions, by the way, again, that's part of the interactive. I want to have Gus where we devote, you know, entire shows to just Q and A's people send them in and we cover as many as we can like this to where you say, well, we need to figure out, and I'm going to have to call Ryland and say, wait a minute, tell me about everything else you're doing. When are you eating? What is your bedtime? What does your circadian rhythm look like? How, you know, all these other things, what other supplements are you taking? But Gus, you, if you were, let's just consider this a, 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 a listener question, even though her, my daughter doesn't listen to her dad's podcast. You know, how would you answer that? I started taking magnesium and ashwagandha. Uh, is it best to take it uh, with my other vitamins or right before bedtime with the, with the understanding that her goal is better sleep. And it mm-hmm. sounds like to overcome some anxiety. I love your daughter asking this question. I have a finding <laughs> that the young adults just fresh out of college and the college students are more interested in this than the regular adults. Yeah. Actually challenged. In fact, uh, and I'm going to answer this question, but like, uh, yeah, as you know, I sent both my daughters off to their respective universities with a foundation, a mm-hmm. foundation stack to support not just their nutrient needs, but also performance needs. Yep. And both of them are, you know, not needing prescriptions for focus or anxiety or sleep or depression. Both of them are doing well and are, you know, thriving. And their friends are now all asking, how can I get that? Right. And by the mm-hmm. way, to the audience, we I have just recently created and we're going to formulate this, the kind of like young adult, adult college student formulation that kind of combines almost everything that I have in my own daughters. And we're going to have a little thought piece on it that explains the why and what, what, what difference it'll make. And we'll have that as an authentic health product. So your, your young adult or your college student or your high schooler, you would have a formulation to give them that would be exactly what I give my children. But I love the fact that she's asking this question. And you already uh, pointed to some of the very important aspects of how do we answer it. It really, it depends. It depends on her unique needs and goals. So ashwagandha mm-hmm. is a brilliant all around. As we know from the prior episode where we discussed adaptogens, it's my favorite. The amount of actual medical data showing benefit is pretty solid and it's more than solid. And you can use it for a lot of purposes, including stress reduction, energy enhancement, improving adrenal function over time, and sleep quality. There have been studies demonstrating improvements in sleep quality. So you can take ashwagandha because it's not stimulating nor sedating. It's working in a different path, like in a different way over time. You can take it morning or night or both, depending on how much you're taking. And if you're taking it, though, specifically for sleep quality, you would take it in the evening. That would be your dosing time. And it's a great question to ask, though, because if it was stimulating, then maybe you're supposed to take it during the day and it relaxes you at night. And there are some that work that way. With ashwagandha, you can take it either way. If your goal is better sleep, you take it at night. If your goal is enhance stress resiliency throughout the day and maybe some improvements in energy, you take it in the morning. You'd also just take it and gauge how you feel over the next couple of weeks. How are you responding to it? Does it have any direct impact, meaning something you can feel an hour or two hours later? Is it stimulating to you? Does it relax you? It must make you too calm, which it could make you calm and just really relax, which might uh, hamper your performance if it's like, if it's go time. Uh, and then you can kind of gauge how to do it. The magnesium, um, you would take at night, but that really depends on which form of magnesium. Mm-hmm. If it's magnesium citrate, who cares? Because that's only going to stay in your gut and help you have bowel movements, right? Mm-hmm, so, right. That's, and that's most over-the-counter magnesium that people get. 
If it was magnesium malate, then that would be stimulating, potentially excitatory to the central nervous system. So you would not want to take that at night, but you could take it in the morning. So if it is magnesium bisglycinate or magnesium threonate, or there's a company updated formulas that has a way of delivering elemental magnesium, they can also have this impact, then that's what you would take at night. So a long-winded way to, to make the point that there's complexity to these questions, which is why the infomercial that just tells you to take this and it's going to do it for you really isn't sufficient, um, which is why we want to have the protocols that wrap around our, nutri our support recommendations so that you understand how to best use it precisely for you, for your unique goals and situations. But for her, the answer is take the ashwagandha at night, take the magnesium at night, but make sure it's bisglycinate or three and eight. Very good. I appreciate that. And that, to me, that was just, we just got lucky. Thanks, Ryland, for, uh, you know, actually, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm thrilled that she asked me the question. That must mean she thinks that I, I know something about this stuff. So who knew? Dad, <laughs> Dad actually knows something. Wow. Well, you probably could have inferred a lot of that answer I just gave on you based on your pre-existing knowledge. Well, I've, I've had a very good mentor, that's for sure. All right. So let's talk a little bit about where we are in the year. And I know that some of the folks that are listening to this, and by the way, I've gotten a lot of response from our, uh, from our first episode where we talked about massively transformative habits, where we talked about how the, not only the, the habits you need to form, but we touched on some of the behavioral science as to how to do that. And folks, we, we want to bring a lot more of that. That's, that's my wheelhouse. It's what I love. Uh, I love talking behavioral science. I love breaking bad habits, creating new ones. I just think it, it's fun and it's just the impact of it is, is really crazy. It, it really, it really is. And so a lot of new years and I, and I actually talked about this Gus last week on a, one of my solo episodes where I gave the commentary on, you know, you, you have to have a why to pull you through the willpower. Like we tired to overcome whenever willpower wanes. We talked a little bit about that in our first episode, but also, you know, just the, how, if you, when you get to this stage where a lot of people either are, hopefully are crushing it, they set a resolution and they're crushing it. They're, 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 they've, they've determined that this is now their life. This is, this is just going to be wired into their DNA's genome expression to do the, whatever it is that they decide to do. But some people right now might be like feeling that, that resistance that Stephen Pressfield talks about. The resistance is really facing them every day and they're starting to feel the resistance win. What would you say to those folks? Well, <laughs> I didn't expect such an abrupt <laughs> transition. That's <to> it now. <laughs> <laughs> I was still listening and ready for the next bit. But nonetheless, yeah. So this is a conversation I've had many times with people because it's really kind of written into the book I wrote in the sense of make the change, keep climbing the mountain, don't give up. And there's a whole section on what are the strategies to get back on the horse once you've fallen off and what, what works and what doesn't. And that's all described there in that book. But, you know, the, the first thing is, as you, as you start to potentially flounder, um, because for whatever reason, you maybe you got sick, maybe you have some post-holiday mild depression and it's kicked in and it's affected your motivation and it's just really hard to get out of bed and get to where you need to go or, Everybody else that's depressed is inviting you to go out and have some beer drinks every night. And that's the one window of time you feel better. So you, it's hard to say no and just push through. There's all kinds of potential reasons. Whatever it is, the 
think the, the, the issues that have placed you in a state of health where you want to improve for your sake, um, not for somebody else's sake, but for your own, continuing to push into those, you know what that's going to get you. It's going to get you a result of where you feel punky. You don't feel good. You don't feel good about yourself. You're not going to lose fat if you need to lose fat. You're not going to get more fit. You're not, it's just none of that is going to ultimately get you where you want to go. And you have to recognize that, that in the moment, it might feel easier and it will be, and it might have some immediate sense of reward associated with it that's minor, but you know, it's better than nothing. It's not going, it's not the reward you're looking for. It's not the place you're looking to arrive. So you have to uh, be a little bit ruthless about that. Why? Why is, now if you're already in really good health and you don't need to lose any fat and you're very fit, and you just decided you were going to, you know, make some progress in a particular domain and you're hitting the wall and finding out that maybe you didn't feel like doing that right now. Well, then, OK, you know, I mean, maybe you don't need to do that right now. But most people are trying to recover from excess indulgences over the holidays and some weight gain and things of that sort. And so the you you have to really say why and the why can't it, the why has to be based in positive aspects of your identity not negative feedback loops about your identity. I'm fat. I'm out of shape. I'm a slob. I, I, you know, I don't, I'm unhealthy. Those things could be somewhat true or not, but that's not going to help you. Like you really have to look at who are you made to be? Who are you designed to be? You were designed. And I'm not talking about exactly what your body composition is, what's your body fat percentage, how much weight can you lift those things. You were designed to be an expression of health and vitality of light in this world. And to be able to show up with a force, right, a, a force of your soul and spirit every day and be a light to other people. And that requires health. It requires a body that can work for you. And the more you lean into that identity, right, of who you would love to be for the sake of yourself, but also others, and not from a perspective of comparing and this is what, I, you know, I should be or this is what, you know, but this is who I was designed to be. And. I want to be what I was designed to be. I want to experience that. I want to live that out. And it's okay that I'm having some trouble right now. I'm going to just forgive myself. I'm not a bad person. I I don't lack any self, I don't lack for some self-control, not a slob, none of those things. I'm a human being with amazing potentials and I I want to realize them. And so I'm going to just go ahead and forgive myself for any areas where I've slacked off, fallen off, given into temptation. And I'm going to accept that we often start in weak places and weakness uh, can only be converted to strength through some effort. And I'm not going to be upset with myself about my weakness. It's the opportunity to build strength. And I'm just going to push in. And tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm not going to make too hard of a plan to accomplish because as you discussed in our habit change episode, that first success is so critical. So if you fell off, then tomorrow, whichever one is the easiest, whichever component is the easiest component for you to do of whatever transformation you were creating, whether that's take the walk, put on the running shoes, if that's to skip the morning croissant and take some amino acids and wait till lunch to eat a nutritious, right? Whatever it was, just take that step tomorrow. Commit to yourself and give yourself the gift, the gift, not the punishment, not the hair shirt of, oh, this is what I got to do because this is what I got to be. No, the gift of giving yourself the opportunity to express better health. So, I mean, where I focus and where people start getting, people start falling off right now 
for a lot of reasons, but they're typically demoralized. And they haven't started to experience the value proposition yet of what they're doing. They haven't gotten 30 days out where suddenly this is getting easy and man, my body's responding and all this is happening. And then you can really run with it for a while. And it's just like, if you can just hang on just a couple more weeks, like in two weeks, in two more weeks, at the end of the month, you will inhabit a state of being. Mm-hmm. You will get some state of being, right? In a couple of weeks. And that state of being will be dependent upon the little decisions you made over the next two weeks. And it just gets easier and easier. So forgive yourself. Recognize that whatever you've been doing that wasn't where it wasn't getting you where you want to go is not going to get you where you want to go. It's futile to persist. Mm-hmm. And you know, you want to be this full expression of life you were designed to be. That's what you're after. And how exciting that would be. And get up tomorrow and take one baby step in that direction. That's what I would tell. I think one of the things that you really helped me with is that because I've, you know, I'm healthy and I, I've worked hard for that over a long period of time. And, but, and so as a result of that, I would think that I would just completely burn the house down if I really, you know, had a bad day of eating and not exercising and, uh, it just, you know, whatever. And what you made me realize, no, because you've done all those things, you can have that day of just, you know, eating something fried. You don't make a habit of it. And, you know, but it's, I don't have to, and I don't obsess over it like I once did. If I have, you know, the cookie or the cake or whatever, uh, if, if at some point I, I do eat within my three hour window before I go to bed that I'm always preaching about, you know, it's just human. You're going to do it. So I tell people like, look, if you prepared for it, then, then chill out, give yourself some grace. Also, one of my favorite things, you know, Warren Buffett, whenever it comes to investing, he says, rule number one is don't lose money. Rule number two is see rule number one. And if you do recover quickly, that's what he's all recover quickly. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people need to understand that one day of completely going off the rails is not going to kill you. It's the five, six days of the going off the rails that becomes the new normal or goes back to being normal that really has the, the real hardcore adverse impact. Another thing too, I would say that's helped me a lot, Gus, in working with you, and we talk about a lot, is that when you start to look at your body at the cellular level, now not to get too deep and scientific here, I don't want to do that, just, but, but folks, if you could just imagine, instead of always keeping things so surface level that when you're exercising, you're thinking about how hard am I breathing? Is it easier to breathe or harder to breathe? That tells me if I'm in good shape. Am I fat? Am I thin? That tells me if I'm in good shape. If I've got muscle, if I don't have muscle, I'm in good shape or I'm not. Instead, start thinking that even if you are not where you want to be uh, based on body fat percentage or it's just it's just killing you, you're choking trying to get through a zone three or four workout, whatever the case may be, think to what you're doing at the cellular level. That that mitochondria is firing up. You are, your, your body is, is going to, it's adapting. It's feeling that at a cellular level that you can't see. And I think that that's what you need to do is you need to always set really small victories to close that feedback loop because what Dr. Gus said is right. There's nothing harder than whenever you set out to, first of all, I was going to say, when you set out to lose like 20 or 30 pounds, that's just, that's daunting. It's a lot of weight. So what I would do is I would say, okay, ultimate goal, 
I'd love to lose 20 pounds. Fine. Let's really crush the first pound. Let's just focus on losing that first pound. And even if you don't, even if it, if it takes you a week, two weeks, just to get that first pound off or you, or you lose it because the water weight falls off and you're just, yo, man, this is great. Then you get up and you notice the, the scale has jumped. You're like, oh my gosh. Well, first of all, think about there's victory in the pursuit. And then two, think about what you're doing in the parts of your body that you cannot see. You are helping and you are doing the work. Another thing that Gus said I, that I think is really cool that I just heard this literally just this morning while I was working out and listening to this new book that I just downloaded is it's having this mindset that is instead of taking things for granted, it's taking things as granted. We were all granted the ability to get out and exercise, to walk and to make ourselves better. We were all granted these bikes. Now we tend to take them for granted. We tend to take for granted that, yeah, I'll be all right if I do this. I can, I can abuse my body. I could do it whenever I was in college. I'm going to keep doing it until I just can't. We take for granted these things. Or whenever we get into, we hit what the Navy SEALs call, we hit the suck. Instead of embracing the suck, all we do is focus on the suck. And we, instead of taking it as granted is an opportunity, which leads me to another Navy SEALism from Jocko Willing. When you get to that point where you've gone through the year and it February hits and you just do not, there's nothing in you that wants to go to the gym. There's not, it's just, it sounds like the most awful thing you could possibly fathom doing. Try to say this good, good, because anytime you have to do something that is hard, anytime you have to do something you don't want to do, anytime you can look at it, then guess what? you are going to come out of it better than you would have otherwise. Now, there's obviously opportunities where everything's hitting on all cylinders. You've had great sleep. You've been well-fed. You you've done everything that Dr. Gus has said. You've got your amino acids, just, just I mean, just pumping through your body, and you're going to have a great workout. But whenever you have to do that workout when you don't want to, when it doesn't feel good, when everything in you is saying, just don't do it, put it off, just put it off today, but you go ahead and do it, then I can guarantee you that will be a feedback loop that will close and you'll, you will look back on that workout and go, I freaking did it. I have never in my life regretted going ahead and saying yes to the training, to saying no to the last bite that I didn't need. I've never regretted it. Not one time. Now, whenever I get back into my right state of mind, if I skip the workout, let me tell you something, I beat myself up really bad because you get into your right state of mind, you see things more clearly. And what you realize is that not only did you not do the workout, but you missed an incredible opportunity, a simulation of overcoming the suck. So I would tell you always do that. And then another thing I want you to always remember whenever you try to get to these points where you just, maybe you don't want to do it or you're about to do something. And I say this every morning, Gus, whenever I get into my ice barrel, no negotiation. I just start, that's my mantra. Whenever I get into the barrel, I set my timer and I say, no negotiation. I'm not going to negotiate whether I'm going under or not. No negotiation, boom, under the cold water. And it's about to be really cold water because I think it's going to be like eight degrees here on Monday. And but in just that, that mindset, no negotiation. We don't negotiate with ourselves. Whenever you make these decisions, and if you, and if by chance, by chance, all of a sudden the negotiator comes in and wins that day, like Gus said, don't beat yourself up. It's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. We're humans. And so just the next day, say, wake up and say, 
The negotiator will not win today. There will be no negotiation. And remember this throughout the course of your health journey. If you do fall off the wagon, it's so beautiful that we get a do-over. As long as the sun comes up and as long as there's breath in your lungs, there's a do-over. And just like Dale Carnegie always says, one of my favorite quotes, and it's just so like, it's such a reframing of how, of the way we live our lives. Dale Carnegie said, every day is a new life for a wise man. You and I can literally decide to wake up each and every day and go, you know what? I'm doing it completely different today. It's, I just heard this, uh, this author, Brian Johnson, that wrote this book, I'll tell you that I'm listening to right now. He, he said, you know, he doesn't like to do new year's resolutions. He does new days resolutions. Every day is a masterpiece. And he, he, he wants to make it a new days resolution. When you think about that, when you think about what if we just looked at every day as all right, boom, here it is. I get to wake up. And I'll tell you, when you start practicing this, what I do, guys, sometimes is I will go to bed when, I, when my mind's really right on this idea of a new day resolution, which I didn't call it that before I heard it, but that's kind of was my mindset is I'm like a little kid at Christmas. I'm like, God, what do I get to do tomorrow? And so, folks, as you go through this, please, please, please don't beat yourself up. Don't make it drudgery, but also tap into that power that you have to say no negotiation embrace the suck josh waitskin grandmaster chess champion the inspiration for the movie searching for bobby fisher the dude is he's a polymath he's brilliant he's awesome and one of the things that he always has done in preparing his chess game is he the days he doesn't want to do it the most are the days that he absolutely is going to play he's never going to waste one of those days where he just doesn't want to do it because he knows not every tournament is he going to be ready for. Not every tournament is, he, is it going to be like, I want to do this. So he always does it when he wants to do it the least. And, and so if you can just start to play with your mind in these ways, just start to, to really game it and tap into some of the resources of resiliency and, and grit that you may have never even known were there. And, and, and using that positive self-talk, if you can do, just kind of – combine all these things and make them a part of your everyday practice, then all of a sudden you will look up and you'll start to see the inches come off. The breath isn't quite as labored whenever you're doing a long run or walk. You are getting stronger. All of a sudden you start to, you know, you, you look and you go, wow, I actually do have some, some cut in my abs or whatever the case may be. You just, you start to see these things. And then that's like what Gus said. That's whenever it just, it's game on because then it's like, oh my gosh, I made it through the real heavy muck. Now I'm just, now I'm just going to be inspired to keep going and going. And um, man, that's what I wish for everybody, Gus. I just, and I'm so glad to hear that you, I didn't really realize that, that, you know, your daughters, whenever they went off that you, you sit them with that stack and that their friends are interested in that because I do hear my, my daughters, um, they told me, you know, Rylan went to the University of Alabama and she was just shocked that how many girls were using cocaine to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And that was that that was their uh their their dietary supplement of choice, freaking cocaine. And well, they were they were using the losing weight as an excuse to use cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe either way, it sucks. So I'm very encouraged to hear that your girls, that Evie and Josephine uh, are you know, being the light that they are at Wake Forest and TCU to say, hey, 
you know, this is how my dad's taught me to do it. This is the way we should do it. And God, that's just, that's so encouraging. And, and right now folks too, while we're in this um, really weird state in our history of people being, even though we're living in the greatest time of the human experience, more people are depressed, more suicides, more drug use, more overdoses. There's never been a better, more opportune time to really grab hold of the levers of your health and just see what you can do and see how good it feels to feel good. It's amazing how good it feels to feel good. You hear that from Jason all the time. And yeah, my daughter's like, what's happening? The, chick the health chickens have come home to roost on our population at this point. Yep. You used to be shielded by that by age. You know, when I was in the 80s, late 80s, when I was in my late teens and then early 20s, I was terrible to my body. I didn't know any better and I was terrible to my body. Yet, I don't think I went to a doctor anytime during that entire squelch for any reason. Headaches, stomach pain, joint aches, anything, mood issues, you know, and not everything always was working out perfect for me. Um, it's just a different state now. And so mm -hmm. Evie and Josephine's friends are dealing with if some, not all of these, but some combination skin inflammation, whether that be acne, rosacea, mm -hmm. eczema, psoriasis, they're dealing with challenges around their body composition. Why am I gaining weird visceral fat? You know, why am I getting thicker? Oh um, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're dealing with headaches and migraines and sleep dysfunction and worry and anxiety. And most of them are dealing with various gut issues because of the poisonous food, as we've discussed. They have indigestion, abdominal pain, gas, cramping, irregular bowel habits. And they've been, often have been to specialists for these conditions and have oh. been treated. And so they're, you know, not, I guess I'm bragging on my daughters a little bit, but they've been through their own journey with this. They both developed, had dealt with migraines and reflux and all these things. And uh, both have dealt with that in eight to varying degrees. But right now, by, with what they've learned and how they're more careful with their overall approach to their lifestyle and how they support their bodies and they're very disciplined in that, they don't have any of those issues. And their friends are like, well, what is it that you do? And, you know, because my daughter can empathize. She'd be like, oh, yeah, I used to have this bad acne, or I used to deal with these migraines. And they're like, well, what do you do? And she'd be like, well, you know, my dad is a doctor and he taught us these things and he has us do this. And the friends are like, how do we get started? And then I started having parents emailing and texting, like, I really want my kid to have an opportunity mm -hmm. to at least have the benefits. And I'm like, I didn't have it set up very organized, as most people know, to say, oh, just click this and this is it. So we will have very soon the authentic, uh, the, uh, the formulations I'm most interested in getting right away are the foundational nutritional support with an enhanced body composition optimization one if you're going to go into like the low calorie diet and the, um, uh, the mitochondrial like supports, you know, and then the, the basically the young adult college student, uh, you know, found uh, comprehensive support. Cell cell support formulations so that any listener can say, wow, that sounds like my kids and go and click. And, you know, I don't know once you put it all together, is that four capsules a day? Is that, I don't know, but it could be one bottle at most two and they take it and you know, they delivered those very important phyto compounds and micronutrients to their cells. I love it. I love it. All right, folks. So here's what I'm going to do just to get everybody ready. Uh, I'm going to, in the show notes, I will have another link to the body comp handbook. So let me give a little more explanation on that because we've, 
Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I, I want to make sure that I, I just give a proper explanation. So what the body comp handbook is, for, it's a free ebook that Dr. Gus has written where he talks about if you are wanting to change your body's composition in a healthy way, if you're metabolically challenged, whatever the case may be, and let's say that you have decided to, if you're going to do it, he tells you step-by-step step how to do it, which will necessarily probably require some pretty drastic caloric restriction, but that's okay. You, he gives you the supplementation, the outline to overcome the necessary caloric restriction, not so much from a, look, here's the thing you're never going to hear, hear from Dr. Gus and I, we're not going to tell you, here's how you get skinny. Here's how you lose weight. And just because that losing, again, you go snort a bunch of blow. You'll probably lose some weight. Eventually you're going to miss some meals, but guess what you're also going to miss? You're going to miss a lot of nutrients in your body that your body needs. You're going to miss a lot of protein synthesis that your body needs to build lean body mass. That's going to sustain you into, uh, into longevity and old age to be able to have the bone density and the muscle mass that you need for support. So what the body comp handbook does, it's literally Dr. Gus's prescription as a physician to you on, here you go. Here's how you, in a healthy, authentic way that does not require you to be nutritionally at a deficit to start to change your body's composition. And it's free. It's out. I'm going to put it in the show notes. You just you link to it, sign up to it. That's it. You download it. It's yours. It's our gift. So that will be. And then here's what I want you to do. Please take the body comp handbook, download it, go look through it. Look at the supplementation and then come back on here. And we're going to start walking through in depth. There will be courses where you could literally take that body comp ebook, take a course from Gus. Uh, there's one, there's like a, a basic one that's like 79 bucks. I think they're, they're, we're going to have all sorts of offerings where you can then literally walk through. You're, you're probably not going to go to Asheville, North Carolina, though. If you want to do that, we can help you figure out how to do that too. I've, I've sent people up there already, but you can literally take the, the ebook. You can watch the video. You can get the supplements again, whether you buy them through authentic health, whether you go to drug emporium, don't care. You can get all the stuff and you can start walking through your own change as you on your own timeline. And then you can come back and, and you can always tune into the show and listen to, and as you get those basics, you know, the gut health, the sleep and the, the detoxification and all these things. And then whenever you start really going, ah, this is amazing. And you really start to see that once you've grabbed a hold, again, like I said, these, these levers of your health, and you start to really understand how to fine-tune them, come back and then listen alongside. I, this is That's what we want to do. I, Gus has been an incredible mentor for me and my health journey. And so my goal is for him to walk alongside of all of you. And the first step is download the ebook, start looking through it, come back, and then it, it literally, there's no excuse. We want to make this as easy and digestible as humanly possible for everyone to get as healthy as possible. Yeah, thank you, Jason. And you're right. I didn't write that ebook as the path of how to get skinny. I yeah, wrote the ebook, yeah, as the path of how you can create the conditions to optimize cellular function, improve your metabolic health, and begin to. Uh, create conditions that allow for your nervous system to reset energy balance homeostasis back to your healthy set. It's designed to fix things, not make you skinny. You go, you fix those things, you fix energy balance homeostasis, you fix metabolic health, 
and you maintain what's needed to maintain optimal cellular function. And guess what? You migrate to your optimal body composition. That's just yeah. what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, folks. One of the things that I tell you what I have seen it, because let me tell you something. I do eat some crappy stuff sometimes. I really do. And it's not on a, it's not, not on, a, on an infrequent basis. I mean, Mrs. Wright and I like to indulge when we go into New York or something into a big fatty meal and we have dessert. And I, I mean, I get all up in it. But folks, let me tell you something. When you do what Gus is talking about, when you get your body in sync, in balance, and functioning the way it's supposed to, then one, you don't desire, it does, your body does not mesh with doing the bad things over and over. It just doesn't feel, you start to feel what it feels like to feel bad. You start to recognize it and you list your body much more. But not only that, the quote unquote being thin and lean, you know, Gus and I hate using vain, vain terms like that. But when your body starts to shape into something that you look at and you go, wow, I, I look completely different. I mean, literally, a lot of you, you've heard us on the, the semaglutide episode, and a lot of you have friends that are, are on Ozempic or, or some form of semaglutide, and you've seen their body has completely transformed. Some of them a little emaciated. You know why? Because they didn't read the semaglutide handbook. They didn't take Dr. Gus's for, protocols and keep the nutrients in their body while they were losing the weight had they done that then they would look at the, they would look thinner but also healthier glowing still have the muscle still they would they would and so i guess that's a long way of saying when you are healthier it's so much easier to to maintain that body shape whatever that is for you that you want it just makes it so much easier yeah, it is. Well, I'm on my own post-holiday austerity program. I, like we talked about, I did indulge more over the holidays um, in terms of timing of eating, quantities of food, and food choices. I, if I went to somebody's awesome Christmas buffet party and they had a chocolate fondue, you better believe I was dipping <laughs> some strawberries in that chocolate fondue, you know? And so I, and I delighted in it and I enjoyed it, but I had a predictable result. Uh, that come January 1st or 2nd, whatever you want to call it, I had about three to four pounds of extra belly fat on me and I could feel it in my pants and I could feel it in my body. And I enjoyed accumulating that. I really did. I mean, ultimately because of where I am right now, and I don't mean this from a prideful perspective, three or four pounds of body fat, I still have a very healthy body composition. It's no problem. Nonetheless, I don't like how it feels. So I get excited about then turning the gears back onto, all right, now I'm going to do more fasting. I'm going to follow my own body composition protocol for a few weeks, not, not too long. I'm going to ramp up the fitness and I'm going to have that three or four pounds come back off of me and it's going to feel really good. And I'm in that phase now. I'm about two weeks in. But what, what's happening is not only am I de-bloating and my pants are fitting better and stuff like that. I'm like feeling night and day better. Like my mood, yeah. my motivation, my energy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are the indulgences even worth it anymore? I don't know. But yeah, guess what? I'll get around to next holiday season and I think they will be. So there you right. go. Yeah. Well, you, you, you tapped on something there too, folks. Imagine if you got to the point where you need to lose three or four pounds and you never had to go on a diet. That's what happens. When you, when you start dialing into this stuff, and you just know, and you learn your body. We are not all created in the same. We are all there. Your body is unique to you. You are not, Dr. Gus would not manage me the same as he would manage any of you listening. There might be some kind of universal 
uh, overlaps, but we're all individual. And when you get to the point where like Dr. Gustus said, yeah, I mean, I'll just kick in my protocols and do some things. It is so amazing. So like, I, I never have to go on a diet. I don't have to, I mean, because I'll, if I put on a few extra pounds or whatever, I'm not going to diet. I'm just going to start moving some levers and doing some things a little bit different, do, doing some things I know to do that I haven't been doing, not do some things, you know, that I have been doing that I know better. And all of a sudden, boom, we're back to that balance where we want to be. Folks, it's freaking fun. I know I'm a geek. I know I'm a nerd. I have no hobbies. I have very little life, but so, but I'm telling you, even it, it's even just trust this, this geek. It's, it's a lot of fun when you start tapping into, to just how your body's designed and when you can really move the needle without really, it's just not try. And I, I want to say try, you have to try, but it's, you don't have to overhaul your life. That's it's you, beautiful. You don't, it's meant to be easy to uh, integrate. We were going to wrap it up now, but I have one point of contention with Jason and that he does actually have quite the life. And we don't have time for the whole story, but I mean, he goes <laughs> to work and has dinner with Bono. And that's Bono. true. <laughs> yeah. You know, this guy's got a big life. I mean, he's always out and about and doing stuff. And so don't let him fool you about that. But uh, nonetheless, he's uh, at the end of the day, just such a humble, generous guy. Right. Who after he has dinner with Mono will still come and hang out with me, which is really cool. Dr. Gus is still my VIP. I take I take dinner with Dr. Gus over Bono, Ed Burns any day, any day. Thanks. So, hey, guys, get back on the horse if you fell off. If not, keep 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 riding forward. It's worth every bit. We're super excited because we're about to make this really turnkey for any of the listeners who've been waiting for that. It's about to happen. Just give us a little bit of time to get our get this to get the traction, and then we're this 2024 is going to be awesome. And I will ask you all as a favor: please support us. Just please, please keep tuning in. Please give us feedback. We're I I on behalf of myself, Gus, and our other partner, James Quandall, I'm humbly asking for your support. Please, we will do everything in our power to bring you content to where you're like God, Jason. Why would I not listen? Why would I not? you know, support you guys, please. We're asking very humbly, please. We'd love your support. All right. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. God bless you. And thank you for your support. All right. See you, brother. Thanks so much. Well, that does it for this episode of the Jason Wright Show. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a Texas Titan Media production. Fourth Wall did the music. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Please consider going out to jasonwrightnow.com and signing up for the Vitruvian Letter. Also, please go out to iTunes. It takes like 30 seconds to just leave us a five-star rating. It does wonders for the podcast. I would be so grateful. And with that, until we meet again, go crush it and endeavor to improve always in all ways. I'm out. Thank you.